0: The qualifications, my friend, insomuch as you have been duly elected to receive the degrees in masonry, there may be a question in your mind as to the need of giving any further notice to the qualifications of a petitioner. Qualifications are not merely a test of a man's fitness to become a mason. In a larger and more important sense, they determine also a man's fitness to remain a mason. The initial qualifications of a man who desires to become a mason always remain in force. We do not outgrow them when we are elected or after we receive the degrees. The word qualifications is derived from a Latin term meaning value. The English term for the same idea is worth, from which we have worthful and worshipful. A man's value and worth determine his fitness for masonry. There are two kinds of values, internal and external. The chief internal value is that you must come of your own free will and accord. It is a condition of the mind. You must come unsolicited and uninfluenced by mercenary selfish, sordid, or ulterior motives you are not to expect that in becoming a mason you will gain professionally politically financially or in business a man's motives are essential to his fitness for masonry you know your own inner motives for becoming a mason they may be concealed until you become a mason but they will reveal themselves afterwards, and may be a great factor in your being and remaining a Mason. There are several external qualifications. First, physical. A petitioner for the degrees in Masonry must be a man, not a woman, nor a child. He must have the senses of a man, especially those of hearing, seeing, and feeling. He must be able mentally and physically to earn a livelihood and must have no disability which would make him a burden or a charge upon the craft. He must have no deformity which would prevent him from performing the candidate's part in the several degrees and performing when receiving and giving instruction. However, in certain cases, the Grand Master has the authority To dispense with some of these physical requirements. Second, mental. He must be of mental worth and of sound mind. You will observe that the mental qualifications are not precisely defined. However, the Grand Lodge of North Carolina demands that a petitioner be able to read, write, and understand English. These mental qualifications are definitely implied and are as binding as if they were clearly expressed. Much is taught a mason which is demanded of him. It is impossible for him to assimilate the teachings or to meet the demands unless he possesses at least average intelligence and is mentally free of odd traits which tend to make him constantly morbid or irritable. Third, political. By these we mean all qualifications that have to do with citizenship and with a man's life as a neighbor or as a member of his community, state, or nation. Under this subject, it is required that you are a free man. This means that not only that you are not one who has lost his rights of citizenship, and that there are no restraints or controls over you that would prevent you from freely and fully discharging your Masonic duties at all times. But it also means that you have a good reputation among those who know you. It is of greatest importance that you be a good citizen, that you obey the law, that you be obedient to the civil magistrates, and that you keep yourself from entanglement and rebellion and mobs in defiance of the claims of public order. A discussion of partisan politics in our lodges is not tolerated under any circumstances. Fourth, moral and religious. The petitioner must be of upright life and good morals. He must be a good man and true, a man of honor virtue and honesty the moral requirement of the fraternity is so imperative and exacting that it is a contradiction in terms to think of a mason as not being devoted to integrity and rectitude of character as a religion it is required that a petitioner believe in god and immortality that he recognized the holy book as the rule and guide of his faith, that he practiced tolerance, that he not be questioned as to the particular form or mode of his faith, and that he not question his brethren on those subjects. A discussion of sectarian or denominational religious matters in our lodges is not tolerated under any circumstances. In short, a petitioner for the degrees in masonry must be a man of such bodily equipment that will enable him to provide a livelihood for himself and those dependent upon him, and to satisfy the demands of the ritualistic work, mentally competent, responsible, discreet, of sound character and reputation, a good citizen, and a well-grounded religious faith his own master, free from external controls, devoted to the principles of brotherhood and accepted to the members of his lodge. Freemasonry is an organized society of men devoted to the high principles of character building. If you give no service to the institution, you will receive little from it because character is developed far more by rendering than by receiving service. Unless you are prepared and willing to give the fraternity your constant and undivided loyalty, it would be better for you to remain outside its ranks. You may say that you are insisting on this in advance of your full knowledge of its significance, but we are, likewise, assuming much in your behalf. And we are prepared to admit our obligation to you in advance of actual fraternal association. If we have made no error in accepting you, we have no doubt that the principles of masonry will reserve not only your loyalty, but your active and sincere cooperation in furthering the interest of the craft. There will not be a word spoken or an act performed which can hurt your dignity or your feelings. There is no physical or mental test to degrade you or masonry. Be assured there is nothing of a light or trifling character in any of the degrees. There is profound significance in every part of the ceremonies. You should try to interpret for yourself all that you experience. If you go through the ritual of initiating, passing, and raising Wondering what is going to happen to you, you will miss the importance of what should be a great and ennobling experience.